Welcome in, everybody. <laughs> Megan. Howard. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. This is a rare variant. I don't think we've ever recorded on a Saturday. We haven't, but, you know, this will be our closest ever tape to release, so I think mm-hmm. this will be a treat for the listeners. Yeah. How's that carbonated iced tea? It's great. I love these things. It's called a Nissa or a Missa, everybody. I have no fucking idea. You're getting these at Gross Out? Well, I mean, I haven't found them in weeks. This is the last of the stash. Oh. Because this is the kind of bullshit. This is like the kind of bullshit that they sell at like Erewhon. Right. And the only other way to get it would be to like order it online. And I think it's like, you know, 25 bucks for a 12 pack or some bullshit like that. But you know what? I can relieve that pain and that stress that Missa Run might be over. Because we've just entered into Martinelli season, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's all over the place. It's right now. I'm seeing it for two forty nine. My price point is a dollar ninety nine. I won't touch yeah, it until d- it goes to one ninety nine. It's constantly at gross out for one ninety nine. It was two forty nine just this past week. At gross out. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Oh, they must no, be. No, or maybe they had the weird cherry variant. Yeah. I mean, I I, I would hate to tricky. think that they're up. That they're upping the price because they know that it's Martinelli season. No, I think it's just introductory, brand new. All the people that are so psyched for holidays will grab it, and then they got to come down a little bit to meet the demand of the common man. Right, right. I still gotta. I mean, I've been telling you, I gotta pull Triggy on uh, making my own, so you can try. Maybe we can right. do like a taste, love to taste test comparison. A-B, yeah, AB the factory. Apple cider and the year stuff. And the DIY soda stream that I I love to say it. I got, I want to say at this point, maybe 12, 12 to 15 years ago, probably Whoa. like the first, like the first iteration of soda stream got for sitting in the audience of the Bonnie Hunt show mm-hmm. during Christmas time. Mm. Oof. You're getting soda streams. <laughs> but the beauty of it too, is that like, they didn't physically give us the soda stream. They just like gave us a little piece of paper that said like, you know, call this number and, you know, we'll send you a free soda stream to your house. So I remember doing like a little bit of uh, reconnaissance with that. It was like, well, how do they know how many people were in the audience? How do they know? There's no like tracking number or anything. It was yeah. just call this number. So it's like I started just like, what if I got one shipped to my mom's house? Oh, wow. They did it. Whoa. What if, you know what I mean? Did your mom, was she hip to it? Uh, no, I think I just got it shipped to my mom's house and then I flipped it. But I mean, did she go, what is this? No, I mean, she knows that I'm always pulling shit. Ooh. But then also, I mean, I wish I had friends at the time. I think I might have had maybe like. Why is there an oil can right in the middle of your room? It's not an oil can. It's a can full of coins that I use as a uh, doorstop. Did it used to be a beer can? It's a beer can, yeah. It's an awesome beer can. I had a, That was my first collection as a kid. I collected beer cans. Beer cans? That one's sh- sharp. That's, uh, I got it, my friend Meryl's like going through a bunch of shit in her house. And uh, she said, yeah, that beer can, had. it's full of coins. It was her ex-boyfriend's uh, and it's been in her house since. Uh, like since like i guess the 70s wow and now it's got a new home and it's getting appreciated anew you know that speaking of well let's let's discuss flippability okay what if i told you that that can and the coins in that can Mm -hmm. uh were put okay so the person who put the coins in the can is david letterman are you serious do you think there's flippability to that absolutely 
Without a friggin' doubt. <laughs> Without a doubt. How much do you think you could flip a beer can full of coins formerly owned by David Letterman? I mean, for? that's what auction option is all about. I, I wouldn't know. And I think it depends on... Well, you can't ship it. I mean, it's so many pounds. It's full of coins. Ship it media mail. Stick a few CDs around it and then just hope they don't open it. <laughs> <laughs> you want to make money? Let's go. Hey, Um, Yeah, I don't know. Maybe do it as a pickup only, and I bet there would be a buyer in Los Angeles. That's the kind of thing that, you know, it might sit, nobody might be interested for months and months and months, and then mm -hmm. you get that one freak. Yeah. The one freak at a time, dude. The guy who walks around in a Letterman crew jacket, the guy who's got, <laughs> you know, human velcro with a larry frame. bud melman shirt under it yeah. or whatever yeah he freaks out if he sees chris elliott at the mm -hmm. supermarket mm -hmm. can't look at him mm -hmm. it was a great show absolutely and i think that that makes it worth a lot of money it's all about the pedigree can i hit it from another angle yeah the friend's house let's talk about the friend's house because yesterday i went to my friend's house because he had some flippables for me Oh, he had just like put together a little care package of flippables for you? Yeah. You know, because we're that. always talking and stuff. He goes, hey, I got this stuff. You know, we're getting rid of... Okay, so I go over there and I get the stuff. And um, so I basically said to him, I'll give you half the profits after shipping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, you did all the legwork. You take 60%. I said, okay, deal. Love that. So yesterday he gives me a router, still in package. Okay. Some router. Get home listed immediately for $85 kaboom kabam sold really yep wow okay here it is go right off. here already boxed up yeah but when I go to eBay they're telling me I gotta use USPS like one of these for some reason what do you mean they tell you you have to send a priority we have now? to look I'm confused and I don't want to waste everybody's time but they mm -hmm. were like not letting me go normal with my package so I need well, I let's check the weight here I, I mean, it is it, it is a pounds. little uh, okay, three pounds. No problem. I I, I, mean, I think in a situation like that, once you hit three pounds, they yeah they like force you to go priority mail, which means I need one of these boxes. Yeah, but I don't know if this will exactly fit. I mean, it's right at the edge. You don't even need you don't need a priority mail branded box to send something priority mail. Boom! There's our question. That's what we learned this week, gang. Write it down. Jot it down. <laughs> But no, if man, you send it, something with this box, it has to be priority. 100%, yeah. But you don't, okay, got it. Right. Just like, you know, not every dog is a mutt. Every mutt is a dog. You're holding a priority mail flat rate box, right? So it might be that the flat rate is cheaper than, well, okay, we'll look. We'll look. We'll look. We'll look. But in some instances, flat rate is cheaper than just sending it in your own box. In many instances, it's not. Okay. Because that's how they fuck you. You know what I mean? Right. Because they want you to, they want you to send it flat rate. They want you to not know that you can use your own box, right? Because they want to like milk some extra fucking dough out right. of you. They want to cram stuff. Yeah. Everybody's always trying to milk extra dough out of you, Howard. It really blows. I mean, it's like Brad Pitt says at the end of Killing Them Softly, which I have on DVD. Okay. He says America's not a country; it's a business. Pay me. <laughs> you got, you know, that's a, not a bad movie to check out. We got two new Patreons. Oh. Hello. Let's give a huge shout out to 
Nacho Nova. Nacho Nova must be a pro wrestler. Nacho Nova and Matthew Deloach. Matthew Deloach. What's up, Matt D and Nacho Nova? You know where they're joining us? You mean right here on this episode of Grift Horse. Let's go back to the your friend giving you shit to flip. Yeah, you know was, what I mean? It's yeah, important I when you're a flipper. Let everybody know, man. Exactly. Because this is your version of my friend that gave me all those DVDs. Right. He also gave me like a like a computer processor Ooh. because he upgraded to the new one. Yes. Um, and he was like, I was like, okay, uh, how much? You know, what do you want percentage wise? And he's like, oh, you could just give me like fifty bucks or whatever. Mm. But it was like I sold it for three hundred. Wow! So I'm not gonna give you fifty bucks, man. Well, you're holding it. You won't even give him the fifty. No, I gave him one fifty. Okay. That's just you know what I mean. But it's just like yeah. it's kind of you know it's like worthless to somebody. Right, and he he's not he's not up to speed to sell it. So exactly. It's like everybody's helping everybody else. It's mm-hmm. a beautiful thing. So that's what I was gonna say. If you've got friends, cut them a deal. I mean, some people you know they just hey they want to get rid of it, take it. Yeah. But for everybody else to say listen i'm ready to go that used to be a business remember like uh 10 15 years ago hmm. it was a it was oh when a, you like take shit to like the i sell it on ebay yeah store. it was a business at the strip mall mm-hmm. so that service is still available if you know what you're doing you can you can be that's a th- that's, that's a re- that's a that's an additional revenue stream yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. you got people who got shit they don't want they don't know how to sell stuff they don't have the time whatever they're not into it let me be the middleman there you go. And so he gave me that router. That's already shipped out the door. Boom. He had catalogs, which he were just sitting on his table. This wasn't even part of the deal. And he had an American Girl 2020 seasonal catalog. Okay. I think it was going for, I mean, I could get, I get 15, 20 for that. Really? Yeah. What? What kind of lunatic is buying this shit? I don't know, but you know what's the beauty of those things is hmm. it can be shipped media mail. Yep exciting stuff so even though those things are like 18 by 20 like they make these big ass catalogs mm-hmm. still gonna ship media mail media oh we love it speaking love of it. okay and this is a side and i know we're gonna talk more about it but our friend at silk city silk city, silk I'm, city oh, hey, by the way i'm coming to you this week from the silk city <laughs> microphone the, we got a care package sent it's coming it's on its way from the silk city media lounge here yeah. comes Ooh, grift horse but uh, he emailed to see, like, you know, where where can I send the the hot sauce? Hey, you know, like, we're just we're just a, you know family in in Vermont. You know, it's me and the wife, the kid. You know, just doing our thing. Hey, you know, fuck Ben and Jerry's. They're owned by Unilever. Whatever. You know what I mean? It's just like this is DIY. You know, he has to sell himself to you because of because uh, he heard the episode. <laughs> With right. me, all he had to do was go, Hey, what's your address, man? And I go, Bam, thanks. With yeah. you, he's gonna go, Oh. But he, in his email, and I'm paraphrasing, but he he said something along the lines of, like, his neighbor had, like, a hundred issues of of The Economist, Mm -hmm. right? Took him, sold him for 50. Sold for 50 bucks? 50 bucks. Like, 
just i mean this is you know what i mean like paper this is just fucking garbage the economist uh, uh, magazine magazine yeah, yeah no but you're saying he sold the entire lot for 50 dollars. 50 bucks and you what's the point though well the point is that now i'm starting to think the other day i gave away a bunch of fucking los angeles and uh new yorker magazines Ooh, no. oh you're saying you could have sold them on craigslist i never the thought never occurred to me that like somebody would want like yeah. a lot of weekly magazine like newish weekly magazines yeah. and th- fuck me man well that's how you learn i mean you yeah know, that's true that's true you have learned your lesson <laughs> what were you gonna say um i'm not sure oh you want to go back to the box you want to sh- Oh, well, there's just stuff in the box. I don't know if this will make great for the podcast. Maybe we'll do it in between and then report on it. But there's stuff in there that was hard to identify. And then there's a purse that I want to get your flippability opinion Mm -hmm. on. Okay. Okay. So I think we could do that off mic. As a a flipper of soft goods. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I might be able to give you a little little insight into that. Um, Yeah. But I've had some, you know, fun flips this week. I sold an Iron Man uh, blaster. You like hook it to your arm and shoot Iron Man bullets. Okay. And the beauty of that is <laughs> like uh, when I used to sell stuff like that, it would be like a five day mystery where I'm wondering like when I get to Megan's, I'll find out how much it's going to ship for. Right. The fact that you've empowered me with your seminars and that I can mm-hmm. just whip out the yardstick and whip out the scale mm-hmm. and just print it up. It's uh, it's true empowerment. And then... Um, that's really fun. And then going to the post office when you see that there's a line out, out the, the door into door. the lobby. Mm-hmm. And I walk just right past all of them with like eight packages and just throw them all into the slot yeah. and turn around and leave. There's it's a better fantastic. way. I don't know why these people don't. These people. These people. You know what I mean? They don't, they don't, they don't take the time. You're on your damn computer all the time anyway. Well, I guess they, you know what the thing. teach it in high school. The thing is, people don't have printers anymore, man. Yeah. I mean, that was, yeah. Look how long that was an obstacle for moi. And think about, you know, I understand we say all the time, your time's worthless, right? But I got to say, when you add up the amount of time, you know, if you're sending stuff out, the amount of time you're standing in line at the fucking post office, one printer, one purchase, what is like 40 bucks for like a shitty printer. Yep. Boom. You know how many hours of your life you could save by just fucking dropping 40 bucks? Thank you. You know how many weirdos you'd avoid? Yeah. I remember I was at the post office on Fairfax once, and a guy was, like, helping a woman fill out her package. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, 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 no. He doesn't like blue. He doesn't what? like blue. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't use blue ink. What? The, okay. The, whoever they're sending it to, he don't like blue. Mm. My heart, my heart weeps. Sound like that old Tom T. Hall song. He don't like blue. What blue ever do to you? I'm afraid I don't understand the reference. Uh, he's he's a great old country writer. Oh right, you're the country guy. Speaking of, do you yeah. have Pluto? Ah damn! I thought your speaking of was going to be that Florida Georgia line might break up. <laughs> you have Pl- the the Pluto app. Uh, Pluto TV. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know now, but no, I'm still waiting to get Sling TV, which just ended. Pluto, the Pluto app, you know, it's free. It's all shit from like Viacom's library with commercial. It's just like antenna TV in that every commercial is like, you know, did someone call your house and then now they own your house? Uh, right, right, there, right. there are, you know. Metal alert bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> but 
I was looking at it the other day. I think I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they have a whole rawhide channel. Wow. It's just rawhide over wow. and over and over and over Which again all fucking think, day. I, well, I never could get into that one. Oh, wow. I assumed, I assumed you watched them all. My fucking bad. I got to say, like, uh, I got into it deep about maybe two years ago or something like that. Yeah. And uh, the best ones was Paladin. It's uh, called Have Gun, Will Travel. Because okay. he, he's, like, smart. That was the difference. He was, like, trying to solve problems with his mind more than the gun. Okay, okay. I can and see how was, that would be more appealing to you. And he was a badass. He's kind of an offbeat hero. That was really the, the top of the line. And then there were other ones that were good, but it's hard to weed through them all. Mm. But a lot of them took place up in your area. My area? Bonanza you mean, like... was Lake Tahoe. My uh, area is Lake Tahoe? That's you up there, that second half of California, up That's above true. the Mason-Dixon line. My parents got married in Lake Tahoe. They did? Yeah. I got My father l- wore jeans. Are you serious? I am serious. It's kind of cool. What were you going to say? I have a uh, Caesars Palace Lake Tahoe velour sweat jacket. Wow. It's pretty dope. I'll wear okay. it over here one time. Yeah, if you could, that'd be great. Take a gander. Okay, so a lot going on lot going on uh, flip of the week flip 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 i sold some vhs tapes remember when the guy gave me some vhs tapes yeah a couple of those have moved phantasm three what the fuck i don't know it's like horror is so is such a uh horror is a genre that i mean yeah people will pay money for man yeah if someone's into it they're into it dude yeah i mean picture like you just had to meet your friend's friend and go over to his place for a minute and yeah. he's like real into horror and yeah. he's got like yeah like those guys are all collectors mm-hmm. they're all hoarders they're all and it's their entire identity really yeah a lot of the time mm-hmm. so yeah they'll go to vhs for that stuff which is great dedication and that's the kind of stuff that it pays to know mm-hmm. um next time someone's i mean people do give away vhs tapes a lot yeah of course they do they're worthless so yeah but check sometimes look see make sure there's not a few horrors in there (laughs) speaking of getting paid i was telling you a little bit about this outside right let's get into it now unemployment saga (laughs) i'm gonna want to have my phone to stare at what while uh, you want to just kind of zone out while i tell you everything that transpired yesterday well i mean the subject is painful the version of the story that you're gonna i just it's all pain go ahead and yet and yet here i am still with a positive mental attitude she did i thought after i found out what she went through yesterday i thought like why isn't she frazzled why doesn't she have like a dazed look in her eyes but here she is ladies and gentlemen megan beth keister to give you the tale of whoa okay unemployment right if you're listening to this you might be on it right a lot of people are unemployed these days myself included i filed for unemployment Mm, I want to say, I mean, who's even keeping track? It may have been one month. It may have been two months ago. Whatever, right? Haven't heard jack shit. Every time I've tried to call. Can I tell the audience, like, go to Instagram, scroll through, like, sexy pictures. Like, give yourself something to look at. (laughs) (laughs) While I tell this tale of woe? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, I applied, like, either one or two months ago. Who cares? Um, haven't heard anything back from them. Every time I've tried to call them, it's a thing where you, like, have to wait through this 
endless fucking thing press all these buttons and then you get to a point where it's like we are currently receiving too many calls uh you know that we can handle please try again later okay type so i try but i try again yesterday because i mean the situation is getting to the point in which this needs to be resolved right (laughs) 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 howard is just solemnly nodding while staring into the middle distance okay so I call. I'm picturing Letterman putting coins in it. <laughs> He's staring at the can. Maybe, I mean, yeah, I wonder if the can could fix everything. You know Letterman was not in a good mood when he was putting coins in there. You really don't. Uh, so I call, and okay, I only have to wait about, I want to say only, only have to wait like 30 minutes. I actually talk to somebody, right? Somebody answers. I give him my information. I'm on hold for another extended period of time. She's like, I can't find you in the system. I gotta have to transfer you. I say, okay. Uh, are you surfing the net at this point? What are you doing? I think at this point, I think I was like, you know, just doing chores. Really, I think I was doing laundry. Okay. I was like, speakerphone. Yeah, I was doing dishes, things of this nature. Right. I gotta transfer you. Okay. I've been transferred. Right. Some time passes, and by some time, I mean maybe about yeah, two hours. Right. Just sitting there and listening to the song over and over wait, again. Wait, 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 wait a second, because that's longer than I've ever held in my entire life. You held with the Muzak for two yeah. hours. Two hours, yeah. Which means, like, your phone has to be plugged in. Yep, had to plug the phone in because of the planned obsolescence. And Battery you life is horrible. You were, what was your mental state even after you hit two, an hour? I mean, you, you were, like, why hasn't anyone picked up the phone? Right. I mean, you know. You know you're in for a long slog. But what did they tell you? to? What were you waiting for? I was waiting for me to be transferred to someone else who could hopefully help me. Oh, my gosh. That I could give my confirmation number to. Yikes. Right? So I'm waiting. Nothing's happening. I'm like, you know what? I also have to call Medi-Cal, right? Because I got this. So, God, I'm even, I even find the story tedious. You should so, put all this on your Tinder profile. <laughs> so a few months ago, I get this letter in the mail that's like, you no longer qualify for Medi-Cal. You have to buy like coverage through Covered California. And it was because I was like earning $100 more a month than I was previously, right? Very cool. So then I got to go on Covered California, sign up for it. I get basically the exact same shitty plan I have on Medi-Cal, but I have to pay $100 a month for it, right? I've been paying $100 a month for it ever since. But then now that I'm unemployed, I'm like, wait a second. I should be able to qualify for Medi-Cal again, right? <laughs> <laughs> Howard is just... St- now he's staring at the ground. He's not even staring at, at, the, at the fucking I'm beer can anymore. I'm thinking like specific Instagram people I could recommend. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I should, you know, kind of get this taken care of. Call Medi-Cal, see what's up. I call Medi-Cal, right? I call Medi-Cal while I'm on the hold with the unemployment people. I call Medi-Cal on my computer. Oh, my God. Because through Google... I would rather just, like... You could do Google Voice, right? Dirt. So I have one. I have one headset connected to my cell phone on one ear, and then one headset connected to oh. the computer on the other ear. And I'm, like, listening to these two musics at the same time. Medi-Cal answers before unemployment, of course. And I talk to the broad, and she's like, oh, you're still on Medi-Cal. Like, your coverage never dropped. You've been on Medi-Cal since 2012. Awesome. Well, awesome in theory, but I was like, wait a second. So I've been paying Covered California uh, this money for insurance uh, I'm not using uh, for half a year, 
right? Oh, that's like six hundred. Well, it's still like six hundred yeah, bucks. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say eight years. No, but like, so I'm like, oh fuck me. Okay, so then I, you know, I uh, I get off the phone with her and then I call Covered California. I'm still on hold with the uh, EDD people at this time. So still with the two headsets, one on each ear. Call Covered California, explain the situation. I'm like, can I maybe get reimbursed for this insurance that I never used? Because apparently I've just been using Medi-Cal this entire time. On hold for an egregious amount of time. She's got to talk to the supervisor. And then <laughs> and then she's like, okay, well, it's not in the system that you're on Medi-Cal. So you have to call back Medi-Cal and get them to do this thing. And then you got to call us back, right? All of this is happening while I'm still on hold Awful. with EDD, right? So Dante's Inferno. Fi- <laughs> finally, I'm like, okay, I guess I'll have to take care of this at a later date. Because at this point, it's like 8 o'clock at night. What a great thing to be doing <laughs> Friday night at 8. Friday night at 8. Right yeah, when dude. the rap attack is starting. <laughs> So, okay, all that. So, I, I, yeah, I call two other fucking, like, welfare lines, basically, <laughs> while I'm on hold with the one welfare line. And then eight rolls around. That's when the office, the, the, the EDD office closes, right? And I'm like, okay, somebody's got to answer my call at this point. I mean, I've been on hold. At this point, I've been on hold for three hours and 48 minutes. And some of it double hold. <laughs> and then, so three hours and 48 minutes. And then finally, at maybe, like, 8.10 this like message comes up that's like the office is currently closed like please call us during business hours and then the call just fucking drops dude You're done <laughs> I, I mean like got real suspicious after a half hour that there's nobody coming well i mean but then you know another thing that i was doing while i was on hold is like googling like how long how long is the average wait time and when you yeah. do that you'll find like reddit threads where people are like my record's three three hours and 31 minutes can anyone beat that you know yeah. what i mean it was like all but these people I, like listen, i was on for four hours i told you a week or two ago how to avoid all of that which is just just go to their office in glendale when i used to do it i used to always just like get too frustrated with the phone then i drive to glendale yeah do it live there, then hit Fuck a couple it, thrift live. stores and come home. Right. I guess, I mean, yeah, this is kind of an untenable situation, man. I guess I got to go to Glendale on Seriously, Monday. I want to be ham. I'm not listening to that again. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm skipping. When, when we edit that, when I edit that, I'm going to skip right to this point. Right, well, you're going to cut out the whole story? No, I'm just and not Just write re- to you telling me to go to Glendale? I'm not going to do anything to it. I'm just not going to listen to it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, Speaking of Glendale. Hell story. Sorry that you went through that. Glendale, shout out to Billie Eilish. I saw she recorded a music video at the Glendale Galleria. That was the Galleria. I was wondering. It looked to me like the uh, Beverly Center. but uh, You the, didn't recognize the Galleria on site? What the fuck's your problem, dude? Galleria on site for me to recognize on site would have to be the elevator near the food court. Mm. Like right, the weird retro elevator they added after the fact. It's actually not near the food court. It's near the JCPenney, but... If you care at all, you can check out the Dragon Boy Suede video, Buy You Clothes, Do You In Them, Take Them Back, which was... Shot. I'm sorry to tell you, Billy. Shot at the Glendale Galleria. Love to hear that. Secretly... It was it was before you could even do it on a cell phone. We had to secretly hide in the cameras and the jackets and everything. How do you hide a camera in a jacket? 
you know, you're nervous. Like it was back in the day that if security sees you, you're kicked mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. And so we're sitting there and you try to grab a few shots. <laughs> <laughs> Glendale Galleria. Wow. Okay. You know, this is topical and relevant. I'll yeah. tell you a story. Let's go. Um, yeah. I, now, now, yeah. Now it's time for you to tell a story. Okay. This is. It's not as boring as the one you just told, but boring. it's not one of my main stories. I don't think. Listen, man. I understand <laughs> that the story could be tedious, but really, the lesson is. Don't let, you know, again, and I'm always saying your time is worthless, but three hours and 48 minutes, come on, dude. But you, like, I'm saying you can do, you don't have to just sit there and stare at a wall while these fuckers have you. Right. You know what I mean? There you go. Have you in their clutches. You could be calling other social service <laughs> outlet. You could be doing you dishes. You could be filling out your focus group application. Yes, exactly, dude. All that stuff. You could Multitask. be flipping. Multitask. Multitask. I'm with you. Um. What was I about to? You were about to tell a story, Howard, but and I can't it? wait to hear it. Uh, no, it was a, oh yeah, it was just a quick topical boring like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm teasing with you. There was value in that story. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, there will be in this one. So I did buy a ticket to go home. Yeah, I did buy it on cheap tickets. Okay. Uh, my my family called today. Sense is raining in the kingdom i don't know why but everybody realizes like okay let's not meet up for thanksgiving Mm -hmm. so i don't have to go yeah so i go back over to cheap tickets to see what the deal is yeah turns out if you buy tickets on two different airlines you have to try to cancel them separately okay flight number one jet blue full refund no problems whatsoever love to hear that second flight united airlines Mm mm-hmm 180 uh reef uh store credit oh they'll only give you credit they won't fucking give you your money back yeah there was no options no boxes no nothing it was just like do you want to cancel yeah flight credit so I didn't lose much I probably lost the taxes and stuff I probably lost whatever money went to uh, cheap tickets or whatever Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it wasn't bad and I don't have to go and then I don't have to incur the other fees which is getting to the airport or parking Mm mm-hmm Paying $18 for a bagel because you exactly. forgot to bring your, uh, you know, trail forget. mix or whatever. I never forget. I, I love to hear that. Cliff, cliff bars out the wazoo. <laughs> By the time I get go to New Jersey and come back, it's usually like 14 cliff bars. I remember one time I went to New York and I tried to like see if I could only eat food in bar form to save money. Oh, like power bars. Yeah, mean. well, yeah, I just like bought a bunch of, yeah, like Cliff Bars well, and Power Bars and shit at Grocery time, Outlet. Not at some bodega in New York. No, 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 no. Yeah, I bought it with EBT and then like put it in my, you know, mm-hmm. probably about 25% of my uh, luggage was just bars, you know? Mm-hmm. I got to say, after about three days, your body starts shutting down. You can't only eat bars, you man. Can't only, you got to eat other stuff. You can't only eat it, but at the times when society makes you buy food, Mm-hmm. airports planes all that you can definitely yeah 100 percent. have it for that and you know what's a good i mean do you eat eggs not so much anymore okay I, in fact not really no okay. well, i mean not that i wouldn't but i haven't a few hard-boiled eggs that's your best friend when no, you're going to the airport man because no you way. get the you know you can get some free uh salt and pepper packets nope. gus them up a little no. bit what do you no you don't eat that in front of other people <laughs> I, mean, did you, you... I wouldn't eat i don't here's the thing and people have also criticized me for this too in the past you're not the first person to say what the fuck are you doing eating eggs at the airport 
all I gotta say is I do it at the airport. I'm not gonna eat eggs on a plane. That's rude. But I see you in the terminal. I go, oh God, I can't sit. Oh, I hope she doesn't sit next to me. Oh, <laughs> she's gonna pull out. Oh, how could you? Oh, I don't have to go through that. I'm so happy. <laughs> um, so that's fantastic. So oh, good luck with the refunds. But that's, I mean, that's a money-saving thing right there. Yeah, COVID's cracking. You know, COVID's about to fucking rear its ugly head again. Mm-hmm. Not supposed to travel for the holidays. Then you, you can <laughs> that's get a what's refund. up. And the, and the, the airlines know, and there's COVID policies and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, But also, know, I mean, if you haven't even bought your ticket yet, you're already saving money because you ain't going to buy your ticket, period, bitch. Anyone who hasn't bought their ticket by 10 days before Thanksgiving was not going to go or their that's trust a good fund point. baby or their <laughs> a drug dealer. And it doesn't matter yet. Shout out to JetBlue. Shout out to Doing Howard Wright. Do it right. I should have just bought the whole thing on JetBlue. 25% shout out to uh, United, I guess, for doing the bare fucking minimum. Bare minimum. Okay. Speaking of mixed messages. Yeah. This morning, I go on Craigslist. We Mm -hmm. talked about it before. Waiting for the sweet spot, being patient. Yes. I said, when it comes to packing, boxes, and bubble wrap, if it's close... We strike. Yes. So I think well, since we said that, it was two, three weeks ago, I have not seen a suitable pull triggy. No. I mean, I've only been seeing like, yeah, like, uh, I mean. Boxes, you, but no bubble big, wrap. Yeah, big boxes. Yeah. And some people overthink it. This woman was like, I know it takes time to break down these boxes, so I left them all put together for you. It's like, what am I coming through there got- with an 18-wheeler, Grandma? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got a fucking sprinter van. Yeah. Right. So, anyway, early this morning, I see it. Boom. West Hollywood, boxes, bubble wrap. Love it. So, I shoot down there. It's the heart of Doheny. It's a rich people area. Mm-hmm. I get there early enough. There's like a tweaker guy, but he's got he's got a Range Rover and like shoes that a homeless per- guy would be wearing. And he's like smoking cigarettes and yelling into a phone. A tweaker with a Range Rover. Yeah, he looked like a, a dude who'd like been up all night, you know, uncut gems. Mm-hmm. Something happened to his fucking shoes. Now he's yelling at somebody on a phone. It's 8 a.m. in Beverly Hills. <laughs> like, what is this guy's trip? Okay. Anyway, I go up there. The guy's got his, all his boxes and stuff. And, you know, make a long story short, all fine. But... We get into the elevator. We're both wearing our masks. We've never met before. It's kind of a small elevator. Mm-hmm. He starts whistling. What is he whistling? Just wh- just you know. idly whistling? Yeah. Okay. I don't just, listen, just... I don't care how much free stuff you give me. I don't care if you just saved my life from a bear. <clears throat> Do, we get into the tight quarters. You don't start whistling. Right, right. You don't just start dictating the... Uh, the mental airwaves. Mm-hmm. I agree. So, you know, I had to bite my tongue. I, I couldn't school him <laughs> on etiquette. I just had to take all his Because you're in a subordinate position because you're taking your shit. Yeah. Yeah. But he just moved here from San Francisco. Okay. Just moved here. Yeah. Okay. Which I wanted to ask questions about, but I didn't. Right. Okay. Weed sprouts. You know how I have that plant mm-hmm. that I said my weed plant popped up? Yep. According to Johnny Pemberton, it won't be a great harvest. They grow in winter because the conditions are good enough for life. Right. But it won't be, it won't be like the big harvest. It, it's just they grow in winter, but it's not like super healthy. 
But ain't it better than nothing? It's probably better than nothing. Yeah. Is, is that is just that, don't get crazy excited when you say like uh, it won't be that healthy or whatever? Does that mean it'll make like uh, swag swag weed That's or what whatever? I'm thinking like yeah, it won't be big buds, won't be big harvest, won't be powerful weed. Mm-hmm. You know, so, and then by by March I want to start new ones. So anyway, but Johnny gave me carrots and radishes for uh, seeds. So okay. I planted those, and then the day after I planted those, I looked in my fourth only empty planter, and something was shooting up out of there, which I believe is red peppers. Okay. So I got a whole new sprout going on. Mm-hmm. Second harvest. Second harvest. Um, well, I mean, the weed harvest, you harvest your mind, right? Mm-hmm. Veggie harvest, harvest your body. Harvest your body. All right, here's a topical story. Did you know that chess sets have seen an uptick? on ebay specifically an ebay spokesman has said uptick in the price of chess sets why why are people getting into chess netflix number one show queen's gambit <laughs> what is it a mo- is it a show about chess it's a show about a redhead who plays chess and she crushes <sighs> everybody she's the mj of chess now okay on paper not for me either the execution is great. I can't figure out yet if it's a scam for me or not, but I, I would say it's worth watching. It's great production design, blah, blah, blah. Mm. But Megan, the lesson in this one is unforeseen yes. uptick. Yes. You don't know what it could be. All of a sudden, eight track tapes, somebody does a show that's a hit that's based on eight tracks and something happens. Mm-hmm. It's possible, but that's... Vinyl season two finally yeah. comes to pass. Yeah. America gets vinyl fever. Vinyl fever. There you go. Speaking of which, Tower Records has reappeared as a website selling now vinyl, CDs, and cassettes. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. So sometimes the nostalgia doesn't just happen on its own. Sometimes somebody creates a show. I, I mean, American Graffiti, the fact that George Lucas made that movie, mm-hmm. got everybody back into the 50s, which spawned the show Happy Days. Mm-hmm. So then that becomes a whole thing. Mm-hmm. There you go. Good All to right. think of. Good to think about. Always a- ABT, always be thinking. ABT. I know it's been a busy week for you. Do we have any T-shirt updates? Did you launch either? You know what? And we fucking do, Howard. Come on. Yes. Actually, yes, dude. Okay, hold on. Let me open my computer. This is great. This was a big survival. I thought I was going to get a definite no here. Shout out to everybody out there in the Midwest where connectivity is an issue. <laughs> okay, BD. so remember last week where I was like, oh, okay, I'm just going to make 45 still my president shirts. Right, it was you, still, still my president. Still my president. You told me to go to Teespring. Right? Mm-hmm. And I did. Mm-hmm. Let's see how many times, opening the analytics page. Oh, this kind of thing got viewed. Let's see how many views I got. No, no. Oh. Here we go. Okay, this was, I, I put this up like maybe a week ago. Two views. You want to know why? Because the Teespring algorithm doesn't have shit become visible until you like get your friends to buy it. Or you oh, have okay. to get like Pay at least... Play. Yeah, you have to get at least like three people to buy it, including yourself. If you want to just buy your own shit, you could. I that mean, pushes it up. Give you a good deal, and it helps you to sell it because you could take pictures in the shirt. Hmm. I'm just saying. Oh, it, that's what they're pushing. Yeah, because they're pushing like creators or whatever. Right. 
So it's like, yeah. But I'm so. just saying, if you did wear that shirt and take pictures of it on Instagram, that would help sell it. I'm just saying that does semi work. But but what I'm saying is that Teespring sucks. Sorry, Howard. In that you can't just make you know a random thing and just put it out into the into the ether and have people find it. Okay, you need like the onus is on you to you sell it yourself via sales. social or whatever. I mean, even TikTok. I mean, it's not like you can light it on fire without anybody. You got to kind of grow your own base. The way in which you like describe Teespring to me is that I could just post some random shit and then people would find it and maybe buy it. What I'm saying is it's been, like I said, over a week, two views on this. Both of the views were mine, by the way. Okay. Teespring, no bueno. Okay. If you're just trying to throw something at the wall, see if people will buy it. You're not going to get any traction unless you put it on your own socials or whatever the fuck. May I make my rebuttal? Yeah, okay. you, can, you can try. Now, I have an advantage here because I have to listen to this show twice. Mm. Okay. Now, I remember on last week's episode absolutely saying that the second arm of this whole thing, which is very necessary, is Facebook ad targeting. You can't just throw it on there and, pro- and, and hope. Well, like, why do they even have a search system if like everything isn't searchable? It's just fucking stupid. But look, I mean, I've searched stuff on Twitter that I can't find, and it's like I know it's on there. It's like there's like it's hard to find certain things. That's why you know there's like everybody comes up with this powerful search engine. This one's stronger. Regardless, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take all the money that I've earned on there, and I'm gonna throw it in the trash because it didn't work. It's different for you, dude. If you're selling like shirts that are basically, you know, your own promoting, people know you. I don't want to be affiliated with this 45 still my president bullshit. I'm not going to share it on my fucking Twitter. Listen, I love that we, that to me, this is all positive because we took another necessary step towards being successful on there. Yeah, you can't just go with me. Like, you can't just go, honey, 2020 and think it's going to have major proliferation. Right. You've got to build a little bit, but the, let me pivot to this. The other idea for the shirt was griffs and horses, which we would potentially, theoretically, have viewership and an audience for. Right, because we could put it on your Teespring. Now anyway, that one, but that one, what you? I mean, it was a busy week. It was a busy week. Yeah, it was one shirt a week. There's, I, I dealt with some professional setbacks. Um, so basically, okay. Teespring, I was like, oh, this is, I'm never going to get any traction at all. So I go over to uh, Zazzle. Oh, there's another chapter of this story. You know Zazzle? I've heard of Zazzle. Zazzle is like um, Teespring, but uh, the fucking like Walmart version, basically, right? Zazzle's just all shit. It's just all garbage. So she didn't like Teespring, so she goes to the even worse, nastier. Well, it's even worse and nastier, but then you can just make something and it will be seen. It's not like you have, you know what I mean? You could just. We might have some revenue here. Well, we're about to look. I mean, I don't think so. I created my own store called Trump Train. Uh, Trump Train. Here's my where are my is this products on your at? Visa? 
What's that? Is this on your burner visa? No, I didn't have to like insert any billing opportunity is that our, or anything. Is that the stuff? Yeah, this oh, is looks it. great. I made a you know Donald Trump forty five still my I I made it kind of look like little NASCAR yeah. with the forty five. It's almost like a awesome. yeah. Um, I gotta say give you though, some graphics. Hmm. Well, I'm still at, I'm still at you know I only had I had one view on my uh, forty five still my president. Um. I mean, look, if you went on uh, Twitter and just <laughs> tweeted out, I love Trump, right? I mean, you're not going to have 40,000 followers after one day. Right. Even though you're sending the message that they like, it just doesn't have the reach yet. This is day one. This is first day of first grade. This is great. Now we know Zazzle. Now we know Outreach. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is great. I just want to, I mean, I feel like we can really game the Zazzle, though. I just don't know what to what to do here. Well, hey, guys, if you have any Zazzle info, give it to us at let me, Cryptor's Pot. Let me go to Zazzle. Let me just go to straight up Zazzle and see if I can find my own shit. 45, still my president. I just want to see if they're, like, suppressing my stuff. Like, Boom, oh, no, see, it, it does pop up. There you go. That's great. It does pop up. Whereas if you were, like, if I were to go on Teespring and I search know. for my shit, it wouldn't even it's pop up at all. Find. I do. I've do that, done that with Have a Summer. So maybe, I mean, maybe I should like, I don't know what, like go on some fucking pro Trump Reddit or something and just like post a link That's to this exactly store. exactly how to do it. You go on there and go, you know what, you guys, um, people like you have been keeping my heart afloat for the last two weeks. And we just got to stick together. Mm-hmm. I'm a hunter in Missouri. My <laughs> wife, my wife designs these shirts. Yeah. See, but I put it on the, you know, I put it on every, I've, I got a, like you a sticker for your car. I've got a, I've got a magnet for your car. I've got a mug. I've got a, a fucking ornament for your Christmas tree. Cause damn right. You're a Christian. I got a fucking keychain. I got a button. I got where, a where, shirt. So people should just, if you guys want to see this, go to Zazzle and search 45. Still my president. Mm hmm. It's fucking. You're basically a Russian troll farm now. <laughs> and you're just in here fooling people politically for gain. I mean, but I haven't gained anything yet. So I'm gonna like. Gained. Okay, so this this but like yet. you said, this is step one. All yes. right. Over the week, I'm gonna try and figure out. You know, maybe post it around some. You know, there you go. Nefarious message boards or whatever. There you go. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see where we go. But for now, you know, I did. I did uh, I did what I said I'd do. There you go. I like it. I'm chopping and cutting. You're on T-shirts. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I tell you about my keto ice cream now? If you could, I would appreciate it. All right. Everybody head on over to Social Nature. There's lots of opportunity over there. They're sending coupons for all this stuff. So if I go to Ralph's, it was. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find the keto ice cream. And then finally, I find the keto ice cream at Ralph's. Love it. I ring in my bananas first. Mm-hmm. It's the same grift as usual. Organic for normal. Organic for normal. Yeah. As I'm finishing all that up, the woman walks over and she goes, you, you did the wrong for the bananas. Really? Yeah. And in my mind, I'm going, did she eyeball me on that? Does she, does she have an app? Does a, right. does she a machine like tell her? The only person who's ever actually been on the ball. Yeah. Okay. What's going on with that? 
Okay. Okay. So that just remains a mystery. I still do not know at this point, but I have to sit there as like, okay, while she manually puts in the real price, you know, you know, whatever. She shamed me. Yeah. So then it comes time for the keto ice cream. Mm-hmm. And then I have the coupon. Yeah. So she starts putting in the coupon, and the coupon's not going. So she's looking at it, and she's looking at it, and then she goes, all right, I do it manually. So she puts it in there. It was like five ninety nine. Yeah. And she's still having trouble. Then finally she just puts it through. Then she looks at the back of the coupon. Mm-hmm. It was never valid at Ralph's. It wasn't. It was what it, it had like the only stores that you could use it on the back of it or something. Yeah, it just like because what happened was I was looking for it everywhere and couldn't find it. Yeah. Then where I finally found it, the coupon wasn't good, but she didn't know that. Right. So anyway, it's all happenstance. But after she nailed me on the bananas, then <laughs> I got her to cram stuff the six dollars mm-hmm. through that I wasn't entitled to. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of a nice thing. Nice. So I, I won that one, I think. How was the ice cream? It was great ice cream, and it was interesting because by the time I got it home, it was a little soft. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then, then I put it in the freezer, and it got hard. Mm-hmm. Then I read the instructions. Wait, it, what do you mean the instructions? Why are there instructions on a fucking ice cream? Because it's like a different kind of ice cream. But basically, the instructions said, for best texture, that it get a little soft. Right. So I pulled it back out of the freezer. <laughs> then I ate the hell out of it. It was great. Great. Perfect. So, head on over to Social Nature. It's an adventure gang. <laughs> I got to say, too, if you got any questions, comments, concerns, want to let us know how everything's tasting, head over to grifthorsepod at gmail.com. We'll but, read your letters live on air. That's right. When we record Kiss My Griffs, which we'll be recording shortly after this. Yes. Can I give you one more thing before we go? Yeah. Somebody bought a DVD, and I looked, and it was my hometown. That's bizarre. Really weird. Just a small town, boy. I'm a winner back at home. (laughs) Thanks so much for joining us. Head on over to all those places, and we will see you right here next week on Grift Horse. Horse.